Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. And I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for tuning in with us today. We've got another great show lined up for you. Indeed. Tony, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about Father's Day. Yes. Because Father's Day is this weekend. It you is said it. It is upon us. And uh, we need to make sure that we take care of uh, the fathers that are in our lives. That's right. Corey and I uh, are both fathers, and uh, we like to be pampered. And so uh, we're going to give a list of great Father's Day gift ideas, and uh, so you will pamper the fathers in your life. Yeah, and if it's too late, you can always take this list and uh, remember for next year, but if you still got time, we've There's... got a lot of things on those. One thing, Tony, real quick, did you say you like to be pampered or like to wear pampers? <laughs> right. You know... You, <laughs> you're a bit older than the, me. Yeah, they're pam- the pampers. They don't make pampers big enough for me. Uh, <laughs> if I were want to wear pampers, they would be depends, and uh, that depends on whether or not it's necessary. But it's not, so I will not be wearing mm-hmm. pampers. <laughs> but we are going to talk about gifts, and you know what? There's no such thing as too late when it comes to giving a Father's Day gift. Even if you go and get it today, it's not too late. That's right. You just got to do never too even late. if you give it. On the Monday following, it's still not too late. What about the Tuesday following? Still not too late. <laughs> That's where I'm at. If it's you a Father's Day gift for me, it's never too late. Father's Day observed <laughs> That's is going right. to be Wednesday this That's year. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I spent Father's Day shopping for Father's Day. That's <laughs> understandable. All right, so Tony and I compiled a pretty extensive list of the probably the most crucial things as a weekend warrior dad. Yeah, that we would want right that for we Father's would want, Day for sure. We kind of we kind of split it out into, you know, the the essential things. And then Super we kinda, essentials. We yeah. split it out into maybe the mechanic dad, maybe the uh, the carpenter, woodworking yeah, dad, the carpenter bet. dad. Mm-hmm. So let's get going. Well, also, the green thumb dad. Oh yeah, yard work. Yeah, that's not me. I'm, I'm all of those things. Are you? I'm the green. Yeah, I I love my lawn care. I love working on my truck. You're the jolly green giant. I am. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're gonna talk about all that stuff. Um, and we've got we've got I would say a list of things that you could get all around, but you would want to find out where your dad fits into this list and uh, try to find those. There are things that are inexpensive, things that are more expensive. Uh, there are things that you want to group three or four of them together to make a. Uh, a sort of group of gifts, right? A gift box. A gift basket. A box set. Uh, or a gift bag or something like that. Yeah, there's all kinds of opportunities here. I think number one would be a gift toolbox. A gift toolbox. Yes. I mean, a toolbox can be $20 or $2,000. Absolutely. I mean, it could be really, really expensive. Well, and like you said, maybe find out where your dad fits in there. Where, you know, what does he have? What does he like to do? And, you know, how serious, you know, is he about those things? You know, maybe he's a new dad. Maybe he's got a newborn son and maybe you just got married or or whatever. And you want to get that dad something and they're just starting out. They've got their brand new house and they, he doesn't have all of those required tools, the Weekend Warrior things. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a ton of things on this list that he's going to need. 
or maybe your dad's a seasoned woodworker. I'll bet you we've got some things on our list that even he would want. I'll tell you what, my dad has already had his birthday. His birthday was in April. And so I got my dad a pressure washer. Ooh, yeah. For his birthday. That's a great gift. Yeah, he loves it. I mean, he asked for it. That's what he told me he wanted. He said he made no qualms about it. I need a pressure washer. Uh, I got some pressure washer that needs to be done, and that's what I want. And I went and got him one, and he loves it. He's used it. It worked great. But that, where does that leave me for Father's Day? Now what do I do? Yeah. How do you follow up that gift? Well, what does he pressure wash? He's stuff. Does he have a driveway? He's got a driveway. You could get him some accessories for... The pressure washer. Oh. I have the number one accessory, bar none, of any pressure washer accessory, All in right. my opinion. Tell me about it. It is the driveway attachment. This is like uh, you you sort of push the uh, thing like a lawnmower, kind of? Well, well, they do make them that way, but I have one that I bought at Par Lumber Company. I don't even know if we have them anymore, but uh, it's a 15-inch round diameter that uh, connects to a wand to the end of my pressure washer. So I take the uh, the normal part off. It sprays either a stream or a fan. I take that, that unscrews off. And then I screw on this wand that has a quick connect on the end, and it connects to the bottom of this, uh, or the top of this, like, round cylinder-looking thing. And the perimeter of it is surrounded in, like, a brush. Oh, okay. Like a heavy-duty brush all the way around it. But inside of it, it has a spinning... Uh, rod with two pressure washing nozzles on it. So when you're when you put it on the ground and hit the trigger, it, that thing starts spinning really really fast underneath there, with those uh, nozzles sprayed straight down. So it it's a surface cleaner. So it cleans your driveway amazingly. And I don't know if you've ever pressure washed a driveway without like an extra long wand. Oh, yeah. And then after about 20 minutes, your back is <laughs> stiff as a board, and you're yeah. like, oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I got this thing. It was a lifesaver. I mean, it it cleaned. I uh, pressure washed last weekend. Really? And it, I got the whole thing done in probably two tanks of gas, where before it would take me three, four tanks of gas. Wow. No joke. Really? Yeah. So it brushes and sprays and cleans, and you have to, do you have to go over the same part of the driveway more than once, or does it do it in one pass? Well, it depends on how fast you go. I mean, if you go super fast, yeah, you'd have to hit it a few times. I've gotten it down where I know the speed. I'm able to just put it down and then go at a medium pace, and it's clean as a whistle. Interesting. Wow, that's really cool. Then the only thing you do is hose off all the junk that it washed up, like, you know, moss and mildew. And oh, sure. All that stuff. Well, that sounds like a really good tip. It's a good gift idea, especially for somebody that's going to use their pressure washer to clean a surface, like a driveway or, you know, a patio, something like that. You know, when you told me that uh, after a long period of time using just the wand that it hurt your back, but I would think that you're short enough that uh, you wouldn't have that problem. You can't stand straight up or... You thought wrong. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they do make... Uh, longer wands, but the wand on my pressure washer is just just you just too got a, short. You just got a short wand. I yeah, got you got to bend over and oh yeah, back just starts killing. Well, well, I, I know what I get. I know what to get you for Father's Day. <laughs> a longer wand. A longer wand. Yeah, well, thank you. Absolutely. Okay, so um, so what is if since we're talking about it, what's on your list? What's at the top of your list for Father's Day? And is it on here? Oh yeah, I you know. I, 
I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah? To be quite honest, I wrote all these things down, I typed them all up, and I have so many. <laughs> if I had to pull one out, I'll, pro- I'll have to let you know later in the show. All right. Maybe I'll identify and say that's the one. Well, that sounds like a good. That sounds like a good tip. Um, I feel like that. Uh, I've got one on the list too, and so I will save that as well. And we'll talk about when we come to the item. We'll talk about the item that is your number one list item for Father's Day, my number one list item for Father's Day, and then we will make sure that our loved ones are listening to the show. That's right. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, more weekend warriors. You're listening to Tony and Corey. Your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for sticking around. If you haven't already, go check out our YouTube videos. We're all over YouTube. Uh, just search the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook at WW Home Show. So uh, go follow us, like us, subscribe, and uh, send us some comments and emails if you want. Uh, today on the show, we're talking about Father's Day. Father's Day. It's right here. Yes. It's upon us. Yes. So uh, if you've got a father and you're life that is a weekend warrior boom absolutely we're giving you the the ideas we're giving you the ideas we're going to start the list right now let's just fire it off you ready let's do it okay right at the top of the list an impact driver and a drill driver this is essentially um cordless tools you're talking about right yeah cordless a cordless impact driver it's one of the most versatile it's one of my favorite tools to drive screws with. I do not have an impact driver. You should get one. I've got a I've got a drill driver, right? I've got a corded drill, um, but I don't have a cordless or corded screwdriver. What is the difference between a drill driver and a screwdriver? A drill driver and a screwdriver? A, a, a drill driver and a cordless screwdriver. Screwdrivers used primarily for sheetrock? Oh. Um yeah, I guess. Or is that just uh, is that terminology when cordless, confusing? When you say cordless screwdriver, I th- I'm thinking of like a like one of those long electric <laughs> screwdrivers, you know, yeah. with a, like a skill you know, or slow. something. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, those are pretty handy too. I yeah. mean, if you if you go to the store and you're looking at drills, we'll just say drills, right? Mm-hmm. Cordless drills, uh, impact drill. Um, you'll see some there that says a cordless screwdriver. And it looks like a drill, right? But uh, it's intended for use for um, for smaller screws, like uh, sheetrock screws, for example. You know, you see guys with a screw, a cordless screwdriver that are driving sheetrock screws over and over and over yeah, yeah, yeah. again. It's not really. I always a, see that as an attachment. It's not really a cordless drill. Yeah, they they make these attachments uh, that have that go on the end of screw guns. Usually screw drill, gun. There you drill go. driver. Okay. That, uh, yeah, that it sets the screw just below the surface of sheetrock. It's like a dimpler tool on it. I mean, that's that would be pretty handy to have. But I mean, I classify drills into a few categories. Okay. You, know, you got your impact driver, a drill driver, 
uh, a hammer drill, um, cordless and corded. You know, they, they have both. I think that's really about it. And, and that's, in my opinion, you know, I, I've, I don't know if I've ever... So something else to, to take note of. If you're shopping for a cordless or corded drill for dad, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have cordless and corded drills that have keyless chucks and keyed chucks. Oh, yeah. Generally, a keyed chuck you'll find on a corded drill, although I've seen cordless drills with keyed chucks. And uh, this is a, this is different. You have to have a key that uh, loosens and tightens the chuck after you put your bit or, your, or whatever you're putting I- into the end is of the drill. Is it short for Charles? I I do not know. I do not know. Achilles Charles. Um, But this is something to look out for. Most common these days, the easiest to use, and what I think a lot of people are looking for is is a cordless drill driver with a keyless chuck. And uh, and it has various settings, whether you're driving screws um, with a little bit of torque or drilling with maximum torque. Yeah, usually you would see the, uh, the keyed chuck drill... Uh, attachment as, like you said, a corded, probably a heavier duty drill that's going to require a lot of torque to hold that thing down. You can really reef those down. Um, A a keyless chuck would be like a Jacobs is a good brand of keyless chucks that you'll find on really high quality drills and they ratchet tight. So as you, you know, you put your drill bit in there and you tighten it down, you'll hear it click, 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 click. And then you know that it's tight. Mm-hmm. Those are very handy. It's notable also that in some keyless chucks that uh, the chuck is a 3 8 inch chuck, which won't hold a half-inch drill bit. And their half-inch drill bits are very common and something that, that you would need in some scenarios. So if you're not getting a half-inch keyless chuck, then you'll need to get um, you need to get a a half-inch keyed chuck or whatever. Yeah, or um, they even make drill bits that are stepped down, so they're a smaller diameter. You can definitely buy those if you had a smaller chuck. Yeah, if, if I'm recommending something in a keyless chuck, drill driver, cordless, or whatever, I'm, I'm saying look for a half-inch. Look for a yeah. half-inch chuck because that's going to be more versatile than something that won't hold a half-inch bit. Something else to look for in a corded or I'm sorry, a cordless drill, either impact driver or drill driver. Uh, in a lot of times, real quick, when, you, when you're looking at drills, impact drill driver and hammer drill. So it, sometimes you can get a hammer drill driver that does both. They have a setting that will Turn switch it to between, a hammer drill, yeah. yeah. Between, uh, it'll have three settings even sometimes. It'll, you'll see a screw, uh, a drill bit, and then a hammer. Mm-hmm. And what the each setting does is so the hammer, as it's spinning, it has a, f- a mechanical function in the drill that pushes the bit forward it, and back. Yeah, forward and back, so it can drill into concrete. That's right. how you need to drill into masonry. Uh, and then you'll have the setting that's like a drill bit that disengages the clutch. And we've talked about the clutch before, but what that does is when you're on the screw setting. You can adjust that clutch down depending on what you're screwing into. For instance, we installed some Trex railing and you're screwing stainless steel screws into an aluminum railing. It is, as a matter of fact, the only way you can do it is with a drill driver with a clutch. 
And what that means is you turn that power down so when it hits a certain uh, torque. pressure, torque, it stops driving and you'll hear it click. Keeps you from overdriving and damaging the exactly. product that you're screwing into. Exactly. Very important. And very if important you, feature if you to use. switch that to the drill bit setting, then it disengages that clutch and it's for drilling full power. Full power all the with, time. With like a spade bit or right. a drill bit or something of that nature. If you're looking at a hammer drill, type of an item, keep in mind that you can get a drill with the hammer drill option that does not take an SDS bit. If you get a hammer drill that requires an SDS bit, that's a special, um, it's a special fitting on the shank that uh, fits into a drill that's, I don't know, it's got little ball bearings or something in there that grabs it on the side, it sort of clicks in. But uh, watch out for the SDS uh, type of hammer drill because that does take a special kind of bit. And if you're gonna buy bits with the drill, You'd need to know that. And to, it is notable to say that that drill is specifically intended for masonry. Right. That's, that's right. really the only thing you're going to use it on. It has one setting. Right. You know, hammer drill. Right. Versus, you know, some of the combo drills that you're going to buy. You can kind of, it's going to do all three pretty well. Not really a weekend warrior, you know, Father's Day kind of gift, unless he's got most everything anyways. And, uh, and that's one of the things he doesn't want. get him a want. Bosch Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real big... Uh... But I did want to... I have one more thing. Yeah, Sorry. go ahead. I love talking about drills. If you're in the market for a cordless drill, either an impact driver... And by the way, impact driver is my favorite. Uh, you can usually see them, but they're pretty compact. And they, as you're drilling in, it, it impacts it really rapidly and it allows you to drive screws super super easy so i highly recommend one but always look at lithium ion batteries they still make the nickel cadmium sometimes they even make nickel metal hydride or nickel metal nmh you'll see that on the battery or nicad nicad nickel cadmium that is the oldest technology that there is in batteries right now that you can still buy they take a long time to charge they don't hold their charge for very long in you know nickel metal hydrides a little bit better but lithium ion is by far the best technology out there so that's where i would invest your money and if you're buying a drill that it does not match up with another brand that dad already has make sure you get batteries and charger in a kit that's going to be important you make a good point because we got to take a quick break when we come back more about that you're listening to tony Corey, your weekend warriors don't go away Built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Thanks for staying with us. I can tell right before we went to the break that I struck a chord with you. Let's jump right back into what we were talking about. Before we went to the break, we were talking about drills, impact drills, and dr yes. drill drivers. And I mentioned if you're getting a cordless drill, for dad, make sure that if it doesn't match the brand that he's already got some of, that you got to make sure you get batteries and a charger because all brands are not working together. That is the exact point I wanted to bring up because you said it. If your dad has Makita, you don't want to buy him a DeWalt 
if he has Milwaukee, you don't want to buy him a Makita. Because, like you said, the batteries, A, are super expensive. And B, they're not interchangeable. So you're going to either, hey, A, have to buy several batteries and a battery charger and whatever to fit that tool. And then he's going to have to have a separate battery and battery chargers to fit his other tools. Right. So it's always a good idea to pick a brand and stick with it, in yep. my opinion. Mm -hmm. What's your brand? Um, well, that you know, because I'm old school, I've got several brands. Uh, I've got Makita and Bosch, both and DeWalt. So, um, but that it, you know, the thing is, is sometimes deals come up and you don't want to pass it by, right? That's true. So I've got a Makita blower and a Makita multi-tool and a Makita charger and batteries. I've also got a Bosch and uh, and the battery and chargers that goes with my Bosch drill and my Bosch recip saw. So, and then, you know, the DeWalt that comes in. That, and so you get them at different times. It's not always feasible to buy just the same brand. Um, but if you have the opportunity to work in that direction, it's more efficient. Yeah. I would much rather have one charger, yeah. one type of battery, and 14 tools instead yeah. of multiples. But you work with what you got, and nobody's turning down a gift. So if you find a good deal, um, you know, maybe it's the way to go for you're that. Not, you're not that, that dad where you're particular like, tool. why did you give me this? Yeah, no. This is terrible. Definitely not. Do you have the receipt? <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Me neither. I would never do that. Uh, Even if I hate it, I'm like, I love it. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> and just never use it. I know. And that's why you have 752 billion tools in your shop. Yes. Uh, and multiple chargers and lots of batteries. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I do. I have my old Bosch stuff and I have a couple Bosch things. I have my Makita stuff. I have a Makita blower and a couple of other things. And then I have all new Milwaukee stuff. Yep. Yes, you do. So I'm team red, blue, green. Yep. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. You don't want to turn down a tool ever, but... Uh, all things being equal, if there's an opportunity to go in one direction, that, that's, that's a good way to go. Yeah, totally. All right. Next on my list to go along with drill drivers and, you know, impact drivers and all of those things, cordless drills, is a very high quality bit set. Absolute must. And honestly, the brand of those does not matter. You know, any brand of bit set that you buy is going to be pretty much compatible with any other, you know, drill on the market, uh, because they're all kind of designed the same way. Uh, but I would get both. I would get a high quality like bits, so your your all your little Phillips and you know slotted torques, square drive that comes with all of them. Allen, you know, if you got a hundred and fifty two piece set, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Well, you have got a lot of bit sets. I really do. You have so many bit sets. And every time I see one on sale, I buy another one. Yeah, <laughs> you've just, got a lot of bit the sets. Way it is. There is uh, there's no question about that. But along with those bit sets, um, all of the different screw tip styles that come in a bit set, uh, there is also drill bits. So we're not trying to make this confusing. You have the type of bits that drive screws, and then you have the type of bits that drill holes. So these are both called bits and yet they perform two totally different functions. You would have a, a drill bit set and the drill bit set would go from the tiniest little drill bit all the way up to half inch. 
and uh, and sometimes you have them in four inch and sometimes six inch, or they even come longer than that. But a good base selection of drilling bits. And then, of course, with drill bits, there are multiple things to drill. You can find drill bits that drill metal and wood. You can find drill bits that drill concrete and tile. Um, and so some sort of an assortment or a couple of assortments in the drill bit set is uh, very helpful. It's the hardest thing in the world when you need to drill a hole and you don't have the right bit. Yeah. And here's a tip, honestly. If you're buying a drill bit set for your father or whoever this father is, look at the projects that they're working on. Think about what they're building or what they've been working on. Like Tony said, if they're doing a bathroom project, they could probably do with a really nice tile bit set. Mm -hmm. Or if they're doing a lot of woodworking, you could look at Forstner bits or um, paddle bits. I mean, construction, you're going to use a lot of those sorts of... Uh, Bits that cut really through through wood, larger holes. I mean, you could even buy hole saw bits. You can buy a hole saw set. I mean, those are really nice to have, and they're kind of expensive. So, I mean, it would be a really good gift. Yeah. There are a lot of different types of bits, and definitely if you're going to get something that's fitting for dad, you need to know what type of work he's doing. Not too fitting. <laughs> Not too fitting? I don't like them too. You like them loose fitting? A little slim. Loose fitting bits for dad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a lot of bits, um, that go along with those things. And those are very good accompaniment gifts as well. If you're, if you're getting, as you like to say a drill or an impact driver or a corded keyed chuck drill, a big old monster drill, whatever it might be. Yeah, that's there a are, good gift too. there are just some things that a cordless drill won't do. I agree. And in those cases, you have to have a corded drill with a half inch chuck and a, and a, ch a chuck key. And uh, you got to really get after it with one of those. And it's good to have around. So yeah. maybe that's the gift for dad. There you go. All right. What's next on your list? Well, I'll tell you what. Used around the house all the time, I don't know what I would do without it, is a stud finder. That's a good gift. And not a magnetic stud finder. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. You can go to the store and get a magnetic stud finder. And what happens here is you got a little tiny magnet inside there that spins around. And when you cross a fastener that's holding your sheetrock to your stud, that magnet spins around and says, oh, look, I found a fastener. That's the only way it works. That's it. The only time it's going to tell you you've found a stud is when you find a fastener. So really, it's a fastener finder <laughs> and not a stud finder. But they're super inexpensive, and believe it or not, people still buy them. It was 99 cents. Dad does <laughs> <laughs> dad does not want that. What dad wants is like a Zircon brand, maybe um, battery operated um, stud finder that uh, you squeeze the trigger and you slide it gently across the wall. And when it finds a stud, it beeps and it lights up and it, you know, it's very pretty. And uh, you know, you've got it. It'll tell you when you're at the outer edge on the left side, when you're right in the middle, when you're at the outer edge on the right side, it's very informative. But if you don't want to have 752,000 holes in your wall trying to find one stud, a Zircon stud finder is the way to I go. I tell you what, they've got some pretty fancy new stud finders out there right now that sense what's in the wall. For instance, if you have a pipe going through the wall horizontally, 
where there's a stud, it will show that. Really? It's pretty impressive, some and of the some of the cool technology they've what got. What about a 1920s video poster that was used to insulate the walls? Will it find that too? <laughs> it might. <laughs> stud finder for me is an essential tool. Uh, I have, here's the thing, it's so essential, Corey, that I have about four of them. I can never find one when I need it, but I've got them. They're there. I always put it in that place where I'll never be able to, uh, where I'll never forget it. And then, and then for, you forget and it. And then I forget it. I'll tell you the other essential part of that is a 12-pack of 9 volts. Yeah. Because <laughs> it seems like every time I grab my stud finder, the battery's low. Yeah. 9-volt uh, batteries. So that's that's another, a nice assortment of batteries. Uh, not really much of a Father's Day gift, is it? No, but you know what? I'd say thanks. It makes a nice, <laughs> it makes a nice, uh, like, what did you say? Accoutrement uh, <laughs> with a gift. If you're doing a gift basket, add some batteries. We got to take another quick break. When we come back, more tools for dad. You're listening to Tony Core, your weekend warriors. We'll be right back. to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today we're talking about Father's Day, and we're, gonna, we're giving you all kinds of gift ideas mm-hmm. for your father. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been talking all, about all kinds of drills, drill bits, I mean, we've been talking about drills for yeah. days, so we should probably switch it up. Before the break, you said Stud Finder was the next one on your list. Yep. One of the number one things on my list that I use all the time, a voltage pen. Very inexpensive and very, very, very important. Yeah, you can buy them for five bucks, and all it is is a little tool that you can stick next to anything electrical, and you push the button, and you and if it beeps... It's got electricity. Right. So when you turn the breaker off, you can test it. If you're doing, if you're replacing a receptacle, uh, you want to make sure you push that button, though. Otherwise, you can shock yourself. Right. That's right. That will keep a replacing of a switch or an outlet from being a overly shocking experience. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a very inexpensive little thing, but it is used regularly in my home, for yeah, sure. If you've got a weekend warrior who doesn't have one, it is a great, great gift. I'll tell you what. I bought a toolkit for my wife, and uh, I found a little soft tool bag, um, small with handles. has pockets all along on the outside, pockets on the inside, and then a big open spot in the middle. That's super durable, made out of canvas. That is something that I really like um, because if you have to grab some essential tools and, and go mobile with them, um, it's difficult to take a big toolbox and a bucket is just not very organized. So a small, soft tool bag or that you can that you can put a select amount of tools in, or maybe even put in the car if you want to keep some tools with you in your car. That's a great gift. Yeah. You can buy a small, inexpensive tool bag that's heavy duty and put some essential tools in it and give that as a gift. That's a great one. You're kind of a soft tool bag. I am. That's uh, so true. <laughs> no, you. Uh, that is a, a great gift. I actually have one and I love it. I mean, it's like maybe 10 inches by 10 inches and it's kind of tall and it's got a handle. Sure. Yeah. And I keep everything in there from, you know, screwdrivers and, you know, Teflon tape and 
electrical tape, all of these little odds and ends for small projects. And when I have a small project to do in the back of the house, I don't have to walk into my garage, grab an armful of these and an armful of those and try and remember all these things and get back there and go, dang it, I needed this. Yeah. I have everything right there and I just grab it and go. And if yeah. I'm doing a little project at a friend's house, same thing. Yeah. Grab it and go. Or if you got a friend that just wants to borrow a bag of essential tools, you can just lend it. <laughs> right? But make sure whenever you lend tools... You take a picture of them holding it. <laughs> Keep that in your phone until you get it back. And say, where is my essential tool bag? Where is my essential tool bag? Well, I lent it to my soft tool bag. You know what else I use a lot, and I know you use it a lot, is a speed square. Yeah, whenever yeah I I'm, do. Whenever I am making a straight mark on a board that I'm going to cut, or if I want to make sure that the cut that I'm doing with my circular saw is super straight, I use it as a guide. Uh, it's got a lot of uses, but it's definitely something that I use on a regular basis, making sure that I'm finding a 90-degree corner, all of those things. Yeah, I would get a, a an aluminum or a, a magnesium speed square, a little better than the plastic ones. Um, it's one of those tools, I think, that when you look at it, you think, oh, that's a framer tool. A lot of framers, well, ev almost every framer is going to have a speed square in their bags, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not. It is such a versatile tool. Like you said, we use it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next item on the list, actually was one that was given to us by Producer Buddy. Producer Buddy said his essential tool, vice grips. Yes. Those are very, very handy. It's because he needs them to keep the door on his car closed. And so he realizes that <laughs> vice grips can do anything, and he would go nowhere without them. So <laughs> sorry, He's buddy. A young guy. <laughs> but vice grips is very good. I mean, essentially, they're pliers, but they allow you to... Um, to grab something or hold two things together and lock it closed so that it will continue to hold that while you're working with it or doing whatever you're doing. And then, of course, you can release it. So vice grips are great. They they have a unique spot in, in, in everybody's toolbox. I, I agree. Like. You know what every weekend warrior needs? A pipe wrench set. Mm. Small, medium, large pipe wrench set. You know, it's going to happen inevitably. You're going to be working on something and you're going to break a pipe or you're working on something and you need to take pipes apart. That's specifically what these are, are for. They're specialized tools to grab pipe and grip it and it will not slip off. I've got three big pairs of, um, of plumber's pliers or, um, like a monkey wrench, like pipe pliers, you know, that, uh, that work really good. I do not have, uh, I do not have pipe wrenches. Like a, I mean, that's kind of the classic monkey wrench. Monkey wrench. I don't Pipe have a wrench. You should have one. I don't. Are you listening, Tony's wife? I'm telling you. Tony's but, daughters. But my plumber's pliers with big jaws, adjustable plumber's pliers with big jaws work very good. Yeah, they do. Uh, as a, well, as a, a second, maybe, if you don't have, uh, if you don't have pipe wrenches. All right. What are some other things? Well, there's a few things that you have in the cupboard in the garage that are very handy, right? Um, and these, again, another another something that would be really good added to a larger gift, WD-40 or silicone spray. I mean, you're always needing to loosen up something or lubricate something in the garage when you're working on it or repairing it. And uh, a little bit of WD-40 or silicone spray goes a long, long ways. I've earned the reputation in my home as Mr. Fix-It. Yeah. I mean, my kids, 
My son's four, my daughter's nine. Both of them come to me when everything breaks. No matter what it is, <laughs> dad can fix it. Yeah. And I turn to WD-40 all the time. You know what else I turn to? Mm. Super glue and Gorilla Tape. Oh, yeah. So those are another couple things. Yeah. Get it to some really high quality. Gorilla actually makes super glue now that works amazing. And uh, that you make a good point. Add on. <laughs> Little gifts, yeah. Again, like stocking it goes stuffer. it goes right back to that to that tool bag. If you buy a small tool bag, a good, like a little to go tool bag or a mobile tool bag, a gift basket. Yeah, it's it's great to have those things uh, along with it because they get used all the time and they never seem to be there when you need them. So those are good. Um, here's another one, Corey. You got to have this. You got to have a level. Um, I've got several two-foot levels. I've got a four-foot level. I do not have a six-foot level. You have. Um, do you feel like that a six-foot level is absolutely paramount? It's something that, that everybody must have? Or is that maybe go into the wish list sort of area? Well, you know, again, as a gift idea, if your weekend warrior has a two-foot level and they have a four-foot level, and they don't have a six-foot level, there's definitely an opportunity there. Uh, what I will say is that, you know, if you're installing a door, for instance, a six-foot level is required. I mean, to be honest with you, you need a six-foot level to install a door correctly. Can you get it done with a four-foot level? Sure. Is it going to be uh, right? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's very important. If you're trying to level plumb something that's longer than four feet, five, six feet, I mean, a door is six foot eight. Mm -hmm. um, on a four foot level, the the distance that it can be off in that in that length, oh yeah, can be detrimental to the door operation. Absolutely. So I'll tell you what: the times that I've had to borrow a six foot level in the past because I didn't have one, um, a lot of times I was working out in the yard. If you're building a retaining wall or um, building planters out of blocks or pavers. Yeah. Uh, especially pavers, um, it's really great to have a longer level. It really gives you a, a more accurate picture of what is happening as you're moving along in this project. And uh, it's very easy to get off. And then later you look back at that wall or that uh, paver patio and you're like, oh, it's diving <laughs> off right there. It's, it's a little not wavy. As, it's not as level or straight as I wanted it to be. A six foot level can help you out with that. Yeah. So, so if you're doing landscape work, that's another really good reason to have a 6 And if you level. want the cream of the crop, Stabila. Yeah. Stabila levels. They're bright yellow, and uh, they're kind of known throughout the construction world as the best levels. They do a good job. You can get those at uh, Par Lumber, for sure. A little spendy. Yeah, they can be but expensive. Nice. A couple of things to, to keep around all the time uh, is a handsaw. I know you get power saws, but power saws aren't always going to do what you need to do. A small, um, maybe 12 or 16-inch handsaw and a small hacksaw. Those two things are always something I'm looking for for one reason or another in the shop. Here's two more for you. A keyhole saw or a drywall saw. I mean, how many Weekend Warriors are doing little drywall projects? Yeah. You got to have a keyhole saw. For sure. The other thing that I love to recommend is a pull saw or a, uh, a Japanese pull saw. Yeah. They're very, very thin. They're very, very flexible. And they have many teeth on them. So Let's they talk about how those work differently than a regular saw right after this break. You're listening to Tony Core, your weekend warriors. We'll be right back.
the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. And I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for staying with us today. Uh, if you haven't already, go check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're on all of those things. If you want to catch this show and listen to it again, you can go listen to it on YouTube. Uh, we're at YouTube. Search the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Uh, hit subscribe and like our videos. We would love that. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook at WW Home Show. So uh, go find those things. If you want to go check out our website, you can go to www.homeshow.com. Not www. Just <laughs> www.homeshow.com. Or you can go to par.com. That's P-A-R-R.com. Click on the Weekend Warriors link, and uh, our stuff is there. You, we even have our email address. It's weekendwarriors at par.com. That's right. Feel free to send us your questions or comments, and uh, we'll be happy to answer them. And yeah, if you, so we, if you send us a really good one, I'll send you a hat. Oh, yeah, that is a nice teaser right there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've been moving through the list, honestly, Corey, a little slowly, and uh, I think that we should pick up the pace a little bit and um, start to get through this list. There's a lot well, of sorry, things. Sorry, I got to really excited about. about drills. There's a lot of things to talk about in here, and uh, we need to get to it right now. We're working through the first portion of the list, which is things that are essential for Corey and I. In our shop, in our tool bag. That we use all the time. That, in our toolbox that we use all the time. So we're, we're going through that. The next item on that list is a, is a hammer, really. Yeah. You wrote framing hammer. That would separate a, a small indoor picture hanging hammer, like a, I don't know, what's that, an eight ounce or something like that? Sure. Uh, a, a, you, but you're looking for, you said a framing hammer that would be more like probably a, a 19 ounce hammer. Uh, it's got a long handle. Sometimes it's got a curved handle. They call that a California framer. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's generally a framing hammer has a waffle type face on the head that uh, is super grippy and that will tear up your finger if you hit it hard. So don't do that. Um, and you, otherwise, you're getting a hammer that's a little smaller, maybe a 16-ounce hammer that has got a smooth face, and you're using that inside on sheetrock and, and finish-type stuff, finish wood. But uh, if you're building something outside a shed or a pergola or a doghouse or something like that, then you're driving long nails. A framing hammer is what you want because it grips that head of that nail really good Absolutely. And, and drives it right down there. So no, there's no messing around when you got a framing hammer. You're getting work done. I do want to say... If I didn't, I forgot to put this on my list, but if you have a weekend warrior who builds a lot of things like that, you know, a playhouse, a doghouse or whatever, a shed, get them a fantastic set of tool bags. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, a nice pair of tool bags. Occidental leather makes unbelievably nice tool bags. A little spendy. You're going to spend uh, over a couple hundred dollars. Yep, that's right. Uh, but they are heirlooms you would have them forever they would you would hand them down to your children yeah i mean they're sure. amazing they last, long, last a long long time if that's not on your uh if that's not in your budget you can get something a little less expensive for maybe 50 or 60 dollars uh cordura or clc there's a few different brands of um sort of nylon uh is it nylon yeah. tool bags um and those are good too lots of pockets you know more pockets better and, um, you know, the belts are adjustable so it can fit multiple. And um, uh, But a set of bags that you can put your tools in when you're working up on a ladder or 
um, around the house that you don't have to keep going back for them is a great idea. That's a yeah. great gift idea for dad. If he Absolutely. doesn't have a set of bags, that's a great gift idea. Uh, another one on my my uh, list was a screwdriver set. I mean, a full set. Phillips, slotted, Torx, you know, Allen, all of those screwdrivers. You can usually buy them in a nice kit, uh, number two, number three. And, you know, you're going to probably have five, six minimum all the way up to 20 different screwdrivers. So having a good screwdriver set is indispensable. And you feel like that it's not enough to get a single screwdriver with a whole bunch of little bits that go inside. Maybe you find one that's got 20 uh, bits in the handle. Those are very common around. As long as you get a good one. As long as you get a good one. I'm going to say that again because I have probably two or three of those exact styles that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. One of them, amazing. The other two, meh. Mm. I mean, the, the bits, you can't even buy replacements. You lose one, and next thing you know, the whole thing's junk. Mm-hmm. So I do love those, yes. Well, I definitely feel like a common slot in a small and a large and a, and a Phillips bit in a small and a large is absolute necessity uh, without the tips, you need to be able to grab a screwdriver and not worry about whether or not you've got a tip that's been rounded over. These are hardened and they last a long time and they do a good job. Yeah, and so uh, that that's really good, especially for uh, especially for Dad's toolbox. You're right. Uh, what else? What do we got here? How I like. Many? I got to talk, talk about this. I do not own this tool, but I want one. So this is a really good one. We have tape measures. Tape measures everywhere. Corey and I have tape measures. For every project, for in every room of the house, it's a good gift idea. Honestly. Tape measures are everywhere, right? We have a lot of tape measures. What I don't have is a laser measuring tool. It's like a laser tape measure, and this thing is super cool. Uh, you put this thing up against one surface, and you're measuring to the second surface or wherever that's at. You push a button, and it tells you exactly how long that is. No reeling out of tape or reeling in a tape or asking somebody to hold it, or trying to hook something over there. No more of that. No more wanting to measure something that's 27 feet long with a 25-foot tape. You don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. Now you grab this little laser measuring tool, you put it where you're starting, you push the button, it fires a laser over the other side, tells you exactly how far it is. This I have thing one. is amazing. I have one, and I love it. You use it all the time? For those big projects, like, for instance, measuring a room. I measured my bonus room for carpet. And it's longer than my tape measure would measure. So right. I get my laser, boom, boom, shoot it, you're done. Twice. Done. Yeah. So and they're very handy. honestly they're affordable. Uh, they didn't used to be, but now they are. And a laser measuring tool is a great, great gift idea for yeah. you. Absolutely. Here's a couple more indispensable tools: a flat bar or a pry bar. Or a cat's paw. Or a cat's paw. Cat's paw is very specific. Mm-hmm. A cat's paw is, the the tip of it is kind of shaped like a cat's paw. That's right. where it gets its name. <laughs> right. And it has a slit down the middle so you can dig in and pry out set nails. Right. Nails that are too deep into the surface of the wood. You this use is a cat's paw. really, really good for demo. If yeah. you're doing demo, a cat's paw is, is uh, very Handy. A flat bar is going to be uh, more specific to other jobs that uh, it, it's flat and Fit, you can fitting pry. Fitting in tight spaces. Yep, pry bar. Mm-hmm. A crowbar is pretty handy to have. Kind of a weird, you know, Father's Day gift idea. But if you get him a crowbar. If he doesn't have it, it does make a nice, uh, it does you, make a nice accessory. You know what would be funny? Hmm. Is a crowbar, a ski mask, and some Gorilla Tape. 
That's not funny <laughs> at all. I, I think you're going to be getting some weird looks and a lot of questions right? when, when that gift is opened up. Uh, oops, sorry, Dad. Gave you the wrong gift. That's for me. Uh, okay, weird. Um, yeah, here's a really good one. Now, this is a little more on the expensive side, but it's something that every shop should have. And it's a shop vac. Oh, yeah. You have to be able to vacuum up shavings of things and and little bits of all of the stuff and the dust and things that are inside the shop. In order to keep a clean shop, a, a shop vac is essential. And I want to say this, more horse, the better. Yes, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, more Father's Day gift ideas. You're listening to Tony Corey, your weekend warriors. We'll be right back. Show built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today we're giving out Father's Day gift ideas. It's upon us, and if you haven't gotten one yet, run out right now, take one of our suggestions, and spend some money on your pop. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's I'm, not too late. I'm here to tell you. As a dad, I am an authority on the subject. It's not too late. Go get it. Isn't that a song? It's not too late. Maybe. Before we went to the break, we were talking about ShopVac, which is an essential tool for sure. Uh, ShopVac generally comes with with bags inside the the vacuum, right? And you can use a ShopVac without a bag, but it's not a good idea. So if you buy a shop vac, it comes with some bags. Buy a pack of extra bags. That's another really or good f- or filter. Some of them have filters. Oh yeah, yeah. An extra filter is a good idea too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and like I said before the break, the more horses, the better. That's right. The more horses, you want a big one. Want to be able to suck up all that stuff that's out there, all of it. Um, you mentioned Corey um, in the list here. You said a heater. Uh, this is this is summertime, right here in the Pacific yeah. Northwest. And we're probably not using a lot with heaters right now, but I assure you it will get cold again. And having a heater in the shop, if you're working out there often, uh, is a really good idea and something that doesn't generally get thought about until it gets cold. Yeah, you know, this might be a good uh, Christmas gift, honestly. But, you know, where I grew up in Michigan, grew up in Flint, Michigan, and it was cold in the wintertime. And my dad worked out in the garage all year, 365 days a year. He was out there working, and I grew up with a kerosene uh, torpedo heater out there. He had a couple of them, and that garage was always toasty, and I love the smell. So, yeah, nice. That's a good gift idea right there. Here's uh, This is a little bit off of the, a little change of pace from what we've been talking about. We've been talking about stuff you can buy. Well, there are some things you can do that don't necessarily require purchases, and here's one. Maybe what you want to do for Dad is you want to go out to the shop or the garage, wherever he does his stuff, and organize it for or with him. I would love if my kids came and said, Hey, Dad, it's Saturday, and what we're going to do today is spend the entire day helping you organize your shop. That's a good idea. That is a great idea. How do you give that as a gift? Is that like a coupon? You do like a coupon book? No, no, no. Shop clean? You show up 
on Father's Day and you say, I have nothing else to do today, but help you do what you want me to help you do. So you're saying that's an amazing show up and say, okay, you have to show up with coffee. You have to show you have to show up and say, Dad, guess what you're doing today here. You're working all day, but we're helping you buy coffee and then write free labor right on the side. (laughs) And like here, here's your Father's Day gift. All right. It's a coffee and it comes with free labor. Good idea. I would love that if my kids helped me. Maybe not this age, but. Yeah. At some point, help me out in the garage. Well, I would love that. I, I've actually had that gift in the past, and it's a great, great gift, but it's the gift that keeps on giving, or it's the gift you should keep on giving. Yeah, or <laughs> an organized shop is unbelievable. Yeah. It's nice there, having that. There's a lot of ways you can do that. Um, if you've got bare walls in the shop or in the garage, and your tools are all in toolboxes or on the workbench or not organized well, there's an opportunity to put some organization up on the wall. Maybe you've got cabinets up there, or maybe you have an opportunity to have cabinets up there. You can buy some super heavy duty, durable, like diamond plate sort of shop cabinets. You can get those at actually... Par Design Center sells that that very type of product. Those that's a great gift idea for dad. If you've got a little extra money to spend, um, some organization in the in the garage or in the shop is a great idea. Yeah. Or you can do it as simply as buying some four by eight sheets of quarter inch pegboard and some one by two backing and put some pegboard up on the wall, which will allow him to hang some tools or maybe even draw some little outlines of the tools right up on the pegboard. So every tool has its home up on the wall. Easy to find, easy to see, easy to access. And easy to see when somebody's borrowed one. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, Those are great gift ideas too. Helping dad um, appreciate what he's got a little bit more. Yeah. Appreciate what he's already got a little bit more. Let's change gears again. Okay. Gears. <laughs> uh, oh. Think, let's think about the weekend warrior that's a mechanic. Are you going mechanical on me now? Well, yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about this during the break. You know, we said, you know, I kind of divided my list out into, you know, the, the essentials. Then I said, you know, maybe the garage mechanic guy. Maybe the, you have the woodworker or maybe you have the green thumb. Yep, that's and right. I said, I'm all three. So I like to have a nice set of woodworking tools. I like to have a nice set of mechanics tools. I kind of, I like to have everything that I fix, which is pretty much everything. Right. So let's go through some mechanic type tools. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. What do you got there? Uh, Probably number one on my list would be a nice socket set. You're going to have a a whole set of SAE, your standard uh, imperial, you know, Seven sixteenths, half inch, five sixteenths, all of those type sockets, and then a good set of metric. You got to have both. I tell you, most cars these days have both. Yeah. Well, a lot of times you can find that all in one kit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one two hundred and fifty piece, whatever, right? That's got them all. I've got one just like that. Yep. Uh, it clips together. I unclip it and open it up, and I've got them uh, in there on the, on both sides of that kit, all clipped in, clamped in yep. tight. And uh, it makes it very nice and easy to get at what you need when you need it. With good ratchets. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, A couple very specific tools. If you have a weekend warrior, maybe he already has a socket set, is maybe a breaker bar and mm. or a torque wrench. For getting those stubborn lugs off of the, off of the tires, off breaker, the wheels. Yeah, breaker bar is indispensable. I use mine all the time. But I also have a, a torque wrench. Sometimes when you're working on projects, 
on a car or a truck, it says that you have to torque this bolt to a very specific torque. And if you're just guessing, you could be uh, doing some bad stuff there. Yeah. So it's always a good idea to have a nice torque wrench in there. That's a really good gift idea. I really like this one, magnetic bowl. That is a great idea. Uh, I think you you're always uh, have parts and pieces that you're taking apart or you've dumped them out of a bag and you're putting them in if you're building something. Um, having a place to put them where they're not going to roll away or disappear. Uh, obviously, uh, they don't have legs, so you put them, attach them to a magnetic bowl and they're going nowhere. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, a Christmas story where... The young boy's helping the dad change the tire, and he's got all the nuts in the bowl, and it's not magnetic. You yeah, it's in, the, it's in the hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he bumps it, and they go flying in the snow and lost forever. Yeah, the magnetic bowl, that would never yeah, happen. That would never happen. You probably wouldn't have that on the side of the road on Christmas Eve, but uh, that's okay. Still a good idea. Um, you didn't mention anything about open-end or box-end wrenches, oh, but yeah. I have got a set of open-end and box-end wrenches, which I use for a lot of different things. Um, I'm not super mechanical, I guess, but I have small engines that have to be worked on, lawnmower and rototiller and those types of things. And those definitely, or if you're putting together furniture that you've bought at a place like Ikea or something like that, uh, those things definitely come in handy. You've got to have that. So yeah. um, a set of open end and box end wrenches is a good way to go. Yeah. If, uh, if your weekend warrior dad doesn't have a workbench, now's a good time. And even maybe even a rolling workbench. Ooh, that's a good idea. I my dad had a rolling workbench that he made himself. He he welded, so he welded together this really sturdy metal workbench in with these really big casters on it. And so when he would do projects, uh, or you know he's working on a car, he would load everything he needed up on that and wheel that out to the driveway where he was working, and he wouldn't have to make twenty trips back inside into the garage. Oh, nice! It's a really good idea. Yeah, that is a great idea. Uh, a, a workbench, a lot of times, and we've talked about this a lot in the past, a work, workbench, a lot of times, there's not necessarily the space to have that bench, but a collapsible, storable workbench is a really good option to that. And um, that's something you can build and something you could build with that, which would be a really super great idea. You know, Tony. Show up with the materials. And build it with that. We uh, we did a video. We did a YouTube video how-to on how to make a mobile collapsible workbench. So you should go check that out on YouTube. Yep, absolutely. It's great. It's a great video, and it's a great project idea and a super gift for Dad. we got to take a quick break. When we come back, more Weekend Warriors. Don't go away. to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Today, we're talking about Father's Day gift ideas. Uh, we were talking all in the first few segments about uh, the essential woodworking or tools. Yeah, shop the tool, shop, shop tools. tools, yeah. Uh, but look, we kind of jumped into... Maybe the mechanic. Yeah. If your dad works on a lot of cars or small engines. So uh, before the break, we were talking about a mobile collapsible workbench. Mm-hmm. You know what would work great with that is a bench grinder. Oh, yeah, for sure. I use my bench grinder all the time. I have a wire wheel on one side and a stone on the other. 
it works fantastic. That's that is a tool that gets used a lot. That's for sure, and uh, it, it goes both ways. Honestly, woodworking and mechanic shop. You can, yeah, yeah. So that's a good tool. I like that. What would be some uh, shop tools that you would use? If you worked on cars. Well, I'll tell you what. I used to work on cars when I was... My dad worked on cars a lot when I was younger. Well, I'm not talking about installing subs in the back of your Corolla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I did that too. Uh, but uh, you know what? Uh, I had a, I used to have an old Jeep, an old 44 Willys. And uh, my dad and I would work, cool. on, work on that uh, shop. I actually inherited it from my big brother, and uh, he worked on it. And then, and then I worked on it. But you know, one of the things that we needed w- was very essential was a creeper, one of those uh, little cart that you lay down on, super low to the ground, and allowed ah. you to be sort of on your back, mm-hmm, looking mm-hmm. up at the the car that was above you. That was um, man, I'll tell you what, I used that a lot, and that was something that I def- definitely needed. It allowed you to slide under and slide around on the floor on your back. Yeah, yeah, that's a great tool. Easy to move around. It was a great tool. You know, one thing that I always use is a rolling shop stool. And I'm talking about the ones that are about, you know, 20 inches tall that you can sit down eye level with your project that's, you know, right there. Maybe yeah. you're working on the, the brakes or you know, the wheels and you're able to sit down and sit eye level with it. Yeah, that's a great it idea. It even works great if you're putting a coat of polish you know, if you're putting a coat of polish on your truck or your car. Is that one of those stools where you, if you want to raise it up or lower it down, you spin the, the seat? Yeah. Spin it and spin it and spin it, and it goes up higher and down yeah, lower? Yeah, those absolutely. are great. Those are absolutely great. I'll tell you what, here's another one. If you're working underneath the hood of a car, you need a trouble light or shop light, some sort of a mobile light that you can hang from the, the underneath side of the hood of a car or whatever so that you can get, you That's know. That's a good gift idea. Really good uh, light down in there. It's just absolutely necessary. Yeah, it could be the middle of day. But inside of that engine compartment, it's, it's dark. still pretty dark. Yeah, it's dark. Or under the dash, splicing wires together for your subs. Yeah. Uh, here's another really good one, a floor jack. I have a floor jack at my house, a, uh, um, not a bottle jack. And, you know, there's a difference. And, you know, honestly, I had a bottle jack that I used for a long time. But a floor jack, which is really heavy and takes up space in the shop. But if you're working on cars much, a floor jack is a great thing to have. And yeah. it sure makes lifting the car up a lot easier yeah they'll have four wheels that way you can roll it to underneath the car they're usually four to six ton uh in a long handle so you can jack it up from the outside they're great Mm -hmm. another one you're gonna want with that floor jack a pair of jack stands Mm -hmm. or a couple pairs of jack stands Uh, another cool one to have are tire ramps oh yeah my dad had a pair of yeah if you change oil a a lot yeah. They're, you know, the tire ramps sit in the front, you put them down, and then you drive your car up on it, and you stop when it's up off the ground. Yeah, makes it super easy. You don't have to jack anything up. Oh, yeah, that is easy. You just tire chalk the wheels, and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, the jack stands is a great idea. I think too often we're tempted to jack the car up and then just lock the handle and jump underneath there and get dangerous. after it. So but dangerous. Yeah, you don't want to do it. Never get, do that. Get the jack stands, have them available. Once the car's jacked up, put them in there. And, um, and don't rely on that, Jack. You just never know. My grandfather was crushed by a jack that, that gave way. Yikes. The, the hydraulic uh, cylinder in there was leaking slowly, didn't know it, and he was under it, mm-hmm. and it came down on him. He didn't die, but it, it cracked a few ribs. Yikes. That's scary. So, yeah, you don't want to be under a car without jack stands. As unlucky as he was, he was lucky. 
Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> know, that. here's a really good one, Corey. This is uh, this is in your garage right now. I love it. I want to use it all the time. A retractable electric cord reel. Yes. Yes, it's great. It's, I have uh, it bolted to the ceiling. Yep, hanging from the ceiling. And whenever I need an extension cord, I can just reach up there and grab it, pull it down. It, it reels out, and it clicks, and it stays right there. Yep. And then when I want to, you know, coil it back up, I just give it a little tug and roll it right back up. Yeah, that, that is a great tool. It is a great tool because, you know, your extension cords are usually packed away somewhere and, you know, you don't want to have to unroll it and roll it back up. They're a pain. Yeah. That, the, the retractable ones. You can also get a retractable air hose reel if you've got a, uh, an, uh, an air compressor that you, you, they use all the time for different projects. Yep. You can get an air hose reel that sits next to it, plugs into it, and then you have that air Always there. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, here's another really good one, one that I like. You've got on the list, shop radio. A shop radio. Got to have know, tunes. I agree have with to. that. And, you know, Makita, Bosch, Milwaukee, DeWalt, they all make shop radios. But what's happening now, I noticed that the, the latest Makita radio that came out, uh, the newest version, has got Bluetooth capability. Yeah, Which I love. Because it's super easy to listen to commercial-free music that's your favorite music uh, nonstop, and you don't have to worry about uh, you don't have to worry about listening to the radio or getting that uh, between two stations where you just can't quite tune it in. But uh, a shop radio with Bluetooth capability is a sweet way to go. And if if you don't go that route, then maybe just um, maybe just a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, you could put. They, 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 yeah, those little portable ones. Those yeah, are like great little too. Bose or JBL. That's a great gift idea Especially for Especially if he's a tech savvy. Absolutely. He'll appreciate that. Let's go over a few things mm-hmm. for the green thumb. Okay. For the for the lawn dad. Yeah, the landscaping I'm the, guy. I'm the lawn dad. Yeah. I have my I keep my grass tight. Yeah, for sure. It's nice and green. What would be your number one thing? Uh, that's easy. My number one thing is a backpack weed sprayer because i'll tell you what carrying around a little sprayer in one hand and the nozzle in the other hand it makes it so difficult then you got to stop and bend over and pump that thing back up but i'll tell you what you put one of those big old backpack ones on you can carry twice as much stuff and the the, pump is right there the pump on your right hand side yeah that makes it so much easier to get all the way around the yard hit every area and then when that's done Fill that thing up with ant spray and then go around the outside of the house and spray the entire house for ants. It makes doing the things you don't want to do a lot easier. And because of that, that's my number one tool. Well, and you have property. I mean, I don't have a lot of property here, so that wouldn't probably be the best gift for me. But for somebody like you who's sitting on a good chunk, oh yeah, that's that's a great gift idea. It sure makes it nice uh, not having to go back and fill up two or three times to get the whole thing done. You just fill that baby up. It holds a lot. I'll tell you one thing, or I'll tell you several things that are some good ideas. Okay. Now we're entering into a world where cordless tools are king. Right. Uh, Ten years ago, you would go buy an electric, you know, weed whacker or an electric blower, and they didn't work at all. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the batteries would die. You know, they just didn't work that well. Makita has just launched... The, their whole line of outdoor yard tools that are boss. I mean, they're awesome. A lot of them take two batteries, two 18-volt batteries. The power doesn't stop. Yeah. I actually have another version in Milwaukee 
that uh, I have a blower, I have a hedge trimmer, I have a weed eater, all that use a single lithium ion 18 volt battery and they are killer. I have gotten rid of all of my gas stuff except for my mower. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably going to be next. And they have, they have taken it all the way to the nth. I mean, these guys make a chainsaw that runs on two 18 volt batteries. And this chainsaw is definitely getting it done. Oh, yeah. It is. That thing is eaten through wood like nobody's business. Yep. And if you've got four batteries, I mean, you could be cutting wood all day. Gone are the days when a battery operated tool does not have the power that you need. These tools, Makita tools, have the power that you need. No question about it. Yeah. All right, Corey, we got to take a, a, a one more quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to wrap up our list. These are great gift ideas for dad. You won't want to miss this. You're listening to Tony Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. the weekend warriors home improvement show thanks for staying with us today tony and i are talking about father's day it is upon us and if you haven't gotten your father a gift listen to the show and go get him one take it from a couple of dads it's not too late yes go and make it happen so uh we've been going through our list we've kind of been talking about some uh the last segment we started talking about the green thumb dad yeah the lawn guy mm-hmm. you know the lawn guy when he has the nicest lawn in the neighborhood yes that's and- me Everybody else is jealous. I got the nicest lawn in the neighborhood. There's another neighbor down the street who competes with me, but she pays oh, people yeah. to do her lawn. Oh, yeah. I don't. Nice. I do it myself. She thinks you do, though. So it doesn't really do That's you any right. good. <laughs> I see those guys out there, and I wave at them. We are running out of time. We got 10 minutes left. Let's uh, let's get through this list and give these uh, listeners some great, great ideas. Yeah, the last few things for the green thumb guy for me would be, you mentioned it earlier, a pressure washer uh, with the driveway attachment. Yep. A driveway edger. I oh, mean, yeah. It's a very specific tool, but if you're trying to get a nice, clean, straight line on your driveway, that's an, an awesome tool to have. Yep. Uh, a weed tool. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is they make these specific tools that are a wood handle, and on the end of them, it's like a like a U shape, but it's flat on the bottom, and it kind of pivots back and forth. They're amazing for taking weeds out of a garden bed. Interesting. Okay, yeah. you put it down and you cut it. It's essentially it's cutting the weed down well below the surface. You throw it away. Interesting. They're awesome. Yeah. All right. Cool. Great tool. Uh, last one on my list for the weed or the lawn guy, a pole saw. Yeah. You got a long saw. On one side, usually it's like a curved saw, and then on the other side is some some nippers that you can cut, you know, branches that are too high to reach. Yeah, that's a really good idea. That's uh, saves you from if it saves you from having to climb up into a tree to trim that tree, then that's definitely a tool you want to. Oh have. yeah. Here's a couple uh, different out ideas. of the box. Yeah, out of the box ideas. Buddy, producer Buddy, actually came up with this one: uh, vintage tools, refurbished vintage tools. It's a very cool idea, especially if you've got the weekend warrior dad who has everything, you know, get him a saw 
a circular saw from the 50s. Yeah. That's all refurbished and looks really cool. That yeah. would look really cool on his workbench. Yeah, you can find some of these uh, treasures, you know, at, at garage sales or at uh, Habitat for Humanity Restore, for example. Um, there's a lot of places like that where they sell these old things, antique shops, maybe. Um, if, if a guy is into his tools, then a, a, a refurbished vintage type tool is definitely something he would love to have. Nothing looks cooler than a 1950s saw or drill. Yeah. I mean, they look like they were made for space. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome. Super cool. That's a great idea. That was a good one. Producer buddy, good job. Uh, here's another one. A Yeti cooler. Mm-hmm. You know. Digging into your pocketbook for that oh, one. Oh, yeah. They're deep, but they're very cool. Yeah. They work really good. They do everything they tell you they're going to do, and they definitely earn their money, um, but they are uh, they are expensive. Here's some obvious ones. A Green Mountain Grill or a Traeger. Yep, absolutely. Got to get them one of we, those. We both have those. Uh, I, I don't know what I would have done without mine. Love my love my wood-burning grill, my smoker. Uh, it's great. And, of course, but you know, here's another less expensive item. Barbecue tools. You know, the, uh, the spatula and the tongs and the wire brush that cleans off the grill. I never seem to be able to find my wire brush when I need it. Um... I, you you leave it out by the by the barbecue, but it never seems to be well, out the there when, dog gets when it. you go back for it. Yeah, tastes delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Barbecue tools, good idea. Barbecue cover, um, also a good idea. Here's something that I recently just bought for myself mm -hmm. that I think would be a great gift idea for me: a portable fire pit. Oh yeah, that thing is that so runs cool. Runs on LP gas. Amazing. Yeah, we uh, actually, Corey and I went camping recently together, uh, our families, and uh, night one where we were camping, of course, it was raining, so we took cover underneath the awning, and it was a perfect night for a fire because it was cool out, but you just couldn't be sitting around the fire pit because there's no cover over it, so we were able to set, just inside the awning there, we were able to set up his LP portable fire pit, and that thing put off some flame, and boy, I'll tell you what, we roasted marshmallows over it, didn't we? We did. And it worked great. That it was, was awesome. An absolutely uh, awesome find. So I'm really glad you had that. And that's a good thing for this list. Portable LP fire pit. Here's one that I actually want that I don't have. A dry bag. I don't even know what that is. If you've ever gone on a fishing trip and you've brought like a duffel bag and it's sitting in the boat and a big wave comes over and gets everything inside it. of it wet. You know what a dry bag is. Oh, I see. <laughs> they make these duffel bags uh, that are made out of a very special material that keeps everything inside dry. Wow. Very cool gift idea. That is a great gift idea. I think I want one of those too. That's a really good idea. I'll get you one. Um, you know, we didn't talk about, there's a few other things. We didn't really talk about a weed eater or a weed whacker, right? That's a great tool for outside. Um, a big blower. You have, you got a little Makita blower. You got a little Milwaukee blower, but you got that big Milwaukee blower. And when you've got a big job, you get that thing out. And I'll tell you what, that moves some air. Yeah. They kick some wind. That's you, for you, sure. Yeah. You can definitely use that to blow some stuff around. That's a great tool. Always fun to use. Um, that's a good one. Um, so let's start talking about some of the other things inside the wood shop, not necessarily the essential tools. But the things inside the wood shop, maybe that are one step past essential. Uh, everybody needs to, if you're if you're working in a wood shop, you need to sand. And if you need to sand things, 
an electric orbital sander is the way to go. Oh, yeah. I have one that I inherited from you, actually, yep. mm-hmm. when you bought your 42nd one or whatever that was. But I appreciated that tool. It was a great gift that you gave me, and uh, I use it all the time. So an orbital, an, uh, an electric orbital sander is a great one. Here's one that I got for Father's Day, I believe, two years ago, and we've used it on plenty of projects, a Craig jig. That's right. That is a very, very cool tool that is amazing for certain applications. Yeah, we used that to build my island that yeah. I have in my kitchen, actually. Craig with a K, K-R-E-G. 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 Yeah, that's a great tool for sure. Uh, one that you don't use much, probably, but when it when it's necessary, it's nice to have a hand planer. Just, uh, you know, it's very small, got a super sharp blade on it. And when you need to take a little bit of wood off of the edge of something, like the edge of a, a door, for example, that's a great tool for just taking little bits of wood off at a time. And it's and a very good it, gift idea. Keeping it super clean. By a nice hand plane. Yeah. Here's a, a gift that uh, keeps on giving, and you can never have enough of them if you're a woodworker. Yep. Clamps. Absolutely, clamps. I have probably 20, and I could buy 20 more. Quick clamps, bar clamps, so many types of clamps. Clamps are great to have. Uh, it's good to have a couple of quick clamps or a few, maybe four. And it's also good to have some mid-size um, clamps, but a, a, at least one or two long, maybe four or longer foot bar clamps is a good way to go. I'll tell you the uh, probably the number one thing in this entire list, that in this entire show, the number one thing that I want is an HVLP sprayer. Really? That's like a painter, like a paint sprayer? Yeah, it's high volume, low pressure. And you can spray stains, you can spray clear coats, you can spray paint with it, and it's going to give you that professional quality paint job that you would do that you would see in any professional cabinet shop. And you've owned and used a paint sprayer before. Yeah, a, a different style that sprays a lot of paint out, so you can't really use it indoors. An HVLP sprayer is designed to be used indoors. High volume, low pressure. I'm going to keep that in mind. That's what about a great you? idea. What is your number one? Have you thought about it? I have. I've given it a lot of thought. And um, honestly, I have to say that uh, I really just want a router. I don't own a router. And uh, I, I've enjoyed using your router. It really finishes off projects that I would have otherwise just hit it with a, a sander or uh, or left it square edged. But seeing the uniformity and, uh, and the cleanliness that you get by just running a quarter inch round over around a project after you've finished. I love the finish. And uh, th- that's something that I feel like I could use a lot if I had it. But it's not an inexpensive tool. Yeah, no, that's a, that is an amazing idea. A, a very good uh, router is indispensable. We, yeah, we've used it a ton. On yeah. a lot of our projects. Yeah, I, I really like that tool. It's not something that I feel like is essential but it's definitely something that puts that extra finesse uh, on a project when you're working on it, a finished yeah. project anyway. Here's a couple big ones. Compound miter saw. Oh, yeah. That is a uh, an amazing tool. How about a band saw or a mm. reciprocating saw? Yeah. These are just cool things to have. That, Recip uh, saw, uh, a jigsaw, a band saw. Those are all nice to have. A spindle sander maybe would be really nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd like to have a table-mounted belt sander, but a spindle sander would be really great. Honestly, I wish we had another hour to talk I know, about there's it. there's so many things. Just kind of scratch the surface on wood tools, but, uh, 
man, we're running out of time. Yeah, we absolutely are. This has been a lot of fun. I love talking about these things. They're just the things that that make me, um, that motivates me to get out of my shop and make something, anything, whatever it is. And, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time and for listening. This has been another episode of Your Weekend Warriors right here on the Weekend Warriors Radio Network. Have a great week.